0: can you hear me okay george now let's have it steve what about
1: this monster story of yours well it's big and terrible more frightening than i ever thought possible you realize your story's front page all over the country we want to know what's being done about this monster Well, here's your headline Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Wrestling POV. I am your host Tony Diaz, along with Mimi Cootie. Hello. And the Third Wheel, Rick Serrano the Third. Hey, people. And of course, our intern Miguel Cole. Hello, Miguel.
2: Hello. What's going on,
1: people? <laughs> All right, so uh, got some few things going on today. Um, before we go on to Raw. Uh, we're gonna go into the wrestling news world with Rick Serrano. Let's get crazy. Let's get nuts. Take it away, Rick. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I was trying
2: to get crazy.
1: That's all right. right. I was trying so, to pay homage to Prince. That's all right.
2: <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we love you, Prince. All, all right. right, we got birthdays this week. Uh, Ezekiel Jackson, the last ECW champ, turns 38. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. And he's currently
2: yeah. doing independent wrestling in Germany.
1: Really? I thought he was retired.
2: No, he's still wrestling.
1: Oh, I thought he said he was done. Well,
2: you know what? Check out his Wikipedia page. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to have to now. <laughs> we also have George the Animal Steel turns 79. Wow. Wow.
1: wow. Now, has, it's, what's. Now, go ahead.
2: He's going to have to uh, turn those turnbuckle pads into applesauce at that age.
1: <laughs> That's mean, Rick. That's mean. Hello, George. Alright, go ahead. And
2: excuse me! Excuse me! It's Vicky Guerrero who turns 48 years young!
1: Wow. Now,
2: is it a bad thing that I thought she was a lot older than that?
1: I thought... I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, Vicky. You
1: look good. <laughs> that's fine.
2: Uh, all right. Well, that's all we have for the birthdays. And unfortunately, with the news, we have a very, very sad moment. WWE superstar, the first women's wrestler to enter the Royal Rumble, the King of the Ring, and the only woman to hold the Intercontinental Championship, China, has passed away at the age of 46. Wow. No, no cause of death has been reported. But has been speculated of a drug overdose.
1: Of oh, prescription like, drugs. Yes, that's what. They, yeah.
2: And um, this one it stung a bit, man, because this is my era.
1: Mhm.
2: And um, no offense to anybody, like Balls Mahoney or Blackjack Mulligan, um, but for me, China was in my era, and um, it's just really sad. And I would just like to share my favorite China moment was when uh, she she debuted and uh, she jumped the guardrail. And
1: she just grabbed
2: Marlena and shook her like a rag doll. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this is a bad (laughs) mom That was my favorite time (laughs) of moment, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, of course, mine, I posted it up on the uh, Wrestling POV Podcast Facebook page. Just getting to meet her, you know, and shooting the crap with her. and, And she was such a sweetheart. And to see her around in the back, how she was with other people and their kids and stuff like that. She was just a sweetheart. I don't care what anybody says. You know, yeah, she did go through some problems and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate. It was very I didn't know about it until Mimi texted me that morning. And uh, it was sad. It's unfortunate. Five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, five o'clock me. in the morning. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: And uh, like, like you were saying, I didn't want to have any negativity around this. But I feel that. This needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Um, the WWE basically blacklisted China. She needed help, and they did nothing. Yep. She was abused by her then boyfriend, X-Pac. Got hooked on drugs, and was depressed. And they acted like she didn't exist. Yes, she did adult films, but so did Candice Michelle prior to her WWE career, and she was brought in. True. When I look, when I look at the Hall of Fame, HBK. Razor Ramon, Jake the Snake are just few of the names that were at one point abusing drugs. Mm-hmm. And for the last couple of years, you see X-Pac at the Hall of Fame jumping up and down with his boys. That's true. And, and he abused her, man. So she deserved to treated this way. Absolutely not. She didn't deserve yeah. to be blacklisted. And yeah. now, after she's gone, she will be in the Hall of Fame. They will come out with DVDs. And she will never, ever have that moment that she deserved. Yeah. She was loved by her fans. And the few families she had, she didn't have a lot of family. So her fans and her friends, that was her family. Mm-hmm. And China, you will be greatly missed. The ninth one in the world. Our thoughts and prayers are out to your, your friends, your family, and your fans.
1: Yep, absolutely. And uh, hopefully she will be in the, in the Hall of Fame next year. You know? I really do. I really do. So... Is that all you got for today?
2: I also have um, uh, some other things. Uh, we have the suspension. Um, Adam Rose and Connor of the Ascension have been suspended for sixty days after violating the WWE wellness policy for the second time. Now, Adam Rose is fighting the suspension, mm-hmm. or not fighting the, the suspension, but he's saying that he, him, and his doctor apparently got together and they said that the drug that was in the in the for the test was not a banned substance. Right. So, he said he just wants to clear his name. He'll take the suspension, but he's saying that he's not guilty.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and the thing of it is, he's got a good case on it, too, because he said he's waiting on his doctors to, uh, or the doctor that prescribed him that, that uh-huh. he's waiting for him to come out so he can uh, make it publicly known, too, that what he took wasn't really uh, against the drug policy. Yeah, so.
2: and then I also felt bad for Victor because now the ascension is down to one. And I said, and I thought to myself, I said, you know what? Put him in the social outcast. And <laughs> at a house show in Ireland, he was with the social outcast. Yeah. So, so what? I think that's a great fit for somebody from the Ascension <laughs> to be with the social outcast.
1: Uh, but uh, that's a weird uh, this combination. That's, yeah, that is a weird combination.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're outcasts. That's the beauty of it. I think. Yeah. Um, and the last bit of news I have. We have a new NXT champion! Yeah. At an NXT live event in Lowell, Massachusetts, Samoa Joe beats Finn Balor. Yeah. OMG! <laughs>
1: I'm
2: excited. I think this is awesome. No, I thought it was an awesome twist.
1: It, it is. Now, do you think it's going on because of what happened, uh, being that uh, the Bullet Club is now back?
2: Oh now right.
1: now there's another video out too that um that's on YouTube and you gotta look it up okay. where Finn Balor was going to the bus, okay, and somebody's filming them with their with his camera and he comes out of the bus and he looks at the crowd and he's telling them to be quiet. And then he goes, I'll see y'all Monday and went on the bus. The crowd went crazy. Oh, so wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Does
0: make you go, hmm? Yeah,
1: but at the same time, it's like you know he's teased a lot wow. of crap before. He, has been. <laughs> and he ne- it never happened, so I don't know. We'll see. I- I'm looking forward to Monday oh, now. So, all right, you all set? Yep, that's all- it. All right, now right on to rumors. Now Diego and Fernando, we all know them as what. Los Matadores. Los
0: Matadores,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, have you noticed that they've been doing a lot of vignettes on Raw?
0: Yes.
1: Now, on um, uh, and SmackDown, obviously. So, yeah. it's unknown when they will make their appearance, but the De Diego's brother's uh, Fernando cousin is who? Carlito. Carlito. Now, rumors are going around that the WWE is interested in bringing back Carlito and uh, as a top Latino star for the company. But uh, didn't he leave in bad terms? I
2: thought he did. Like, I thought for he did alcohol? Too. Something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah like he, he abused the alcohol policy or something like that. So, but apparently a Carlito turned down the offer cuz it was too low. Friends of his said that if the money was right that he would return.
2: I mean,
1: I would love Carlito, man take the money. I want to see. It would be but it would be, though. I mean, if Carlito came back and then to join his cousin and his brother, that'd be a nice little stable there, you know?
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And who knows? Maybe it is in the works. And uh, that's why they're starting with Diego and Fernando. So,
2: and apparently they're looking like they're going to be heels. So It looks
1: like cool. it, yeah. yeah. It does look like it. So All right, now next year's WrestleMania, the WWE is indeed planning a match between Shaq and the Big Show. But the WWE will not announce it. This is what cracked me up, is that the WWE is not going to announce it until it's closer to Mania, due to either Shaq or Big Show could get hurt by that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You don't got faith in them that they're going to get hurt by, no, you know, they're Big
0: and clumsy. <laughs> oh, man. Ouch. shit? <laughs> that-
1: what about the big guys do to you? <laughs> did you see that big guy? Oh, my God, did
3: you see that big guy? No, I
1: didn't, Miguel. That, Miguel not Miguel. that one, not that one. <laughs> All right, so now onto the women's division. <laughs> All right, Sasha Banks is still seen as the woman who would take forward the women's division, and she is expected to win the title at SummerSlam, though it is not clear on um, from whom, let's just say. But uh, she is scheduled to win it uh, at SummerSlam. So rumors are that Charlotte is going to hold on uh, to the title until SummerSlam. So if that's the case, obviously we know for Payback's uh, pay-per-view, she's going to beat Natty.
2: Well, let me i you like this, I'm all for rumors and everything, but don't you feel like these leaks or whatever coming out, saying she's going to hold it till SummerSlam kind of spoils the show?
1: Yeah, that's why, yeah. You know, so that's why I'm saying, you know, so they're doing all this with Natalia for what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just to hype it up and bring back Bret Hart? I mean...
2: Well, yes! <laughs> that's Bret, Bret Hart!
1: Bret Hart. Yeah, but which would be a good down, pop?
2: Sorry, calm You <laughs> no, no, get with Bret Hart, like you get Beck, Oh yes, I know, I
1: know. <laughs> All right, so now the big rumor: Seth Rollins is rumored to win the Money in the Bank briefcase, making him <laughs> a two-time winner. Yeah, that's that's what it says. But or upon his return, he may have his own world title, claiming that no one's beaten him for it. So now they're gonna have the two title things again. But either one of those rumors has not been confirmed. So I like it. I like, like it I, though. I, 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 I think it's better if he hit, if he came in with his with his own title, you yes. know, and then they can do the whole unified thing again. Yes. So, but. Against two, though. You know, what What world champion by then? So, But I like the rumor. <laughs>
0: that was a good one. It was. I like
1: it. That's why I saved it for last. So, all right. On the injuries. Go ahead, Mimi.
0: Speaking of Seth Rollins, um, he revealed on social media that he has been cleared to return to training both in and out of the ring. They would not say exactly when he returned. John Cena... Is still expected to return in July, and we all know that he can return sooner. Nakamura. But he was
1: at WrestleMania.
0: I know, I know. That's why I said he can return sooner. Don't be hating on John Cena. Uh, yeah, mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> Nakamura suffered a cut on the back of his head, which requires six staples. And he's not missing any time.
1: Good. Okay. I like him.
0: Uh, calf injury report. I just got in. Uh, with Bray Wyatt, he's going to be out for four to six weeks, and he is not going to be at Payback, which sucks. No! I <laughs>
1: know it sucks big time. You are a Wyatt family fan, aren't you? Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: He's got. I love the Wyatt. He's got. You a know, little fan.
1: it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> he has the sheep's mask on. Sweet deal. <laughs> all right. So is that all you got?
2: Yes. Sir. All
1: righty. Uh, we're going to go to a commercial early. Um, we're gonna when we come back though we're going to uh, do a phone interview with uh, our indie pick and uh, but if anybody wants to submit your questions or comments for the show uh, you can look us up on Facebook at wrestling POV or check us out on Twitter at wrestling POV podcast. We're also on Instagram at wrestling POV1. And uh, we're also on iTunes and YouTube, so you can listen to the show. So we'll be right back with our Indie Pick of the Week. We'll be right back.
0: Calvary Contracting is locally owned family business that takes pride in working on a higher standard, specializing in kitchen and bathroom remodeling. Check us out before you plan your next home or office project. For more information about our services, log on to CalvaryService.com. You can also like us on Facebook at Calvary Contracting. Give us a call at 518-669-6583. That's 518-669-6583. How
1: can we serve you? And we're back. So we have this month, we have our Indie Call-Up of the Week. or Actually, of the month, I'm sorry. This month's pick is Casey Carlyle from San Francisco, California. Uh, she debuted it back on July 30th, 2005. Uh, prior to that, though, she was a manager in 1998. Uh, she has been wrestling all over the United States, and her most notable title is... Was the NWA Women's Title World Title? I'm sorry, um, Rick. To me, I've seen her progress for many years now, and um, I really like her stuff. She has a she's very old school a little bit. She you know she does a lot of that, which is nothing's wrong with that. And her style reminds me of Mickey James.
2: Okay, I see that.
1: You know, I, I mean it does, and uh, you know she's very rough, rugged. Uh, she do not take no crap, for one. And, you know, the thing of it is, I've always seen her as a heel. You know, I've critiqued her before. Um, I don't remember when, but about her promos. But she's gotten ten times better with that. So, I mean, what do you think, Rick?
2: Well, my first Casey Carlisle match I watched was Casey Carlisle versus Tess Valentine mm-hmm. with special guest ref Dave Hebner. <laughs> and um, as Casey entered the match, I paused. Within like ten seconds, it was like this is Sherry Martel, scary Sherry. Yeah. I mean, she made the crowd hate her before she even got in the ring. That's true. And yeah. When, and, and when she got in the ring, it was all business. Yep. I mean, she even mocked the five count with Dave Hebner. She was like one, <laughs> two, three, four. Broke it off at four and a half. It was like I have till five. <laughs> and I was just like, she, she is such a great heel. And it's, she has a great understanding
1: of yeah. the, the psychology, her psychology and outside yeah. of the ring. Yeah, absolutely. I, so, yeah, I mean, my, my thing is, like I said, for Casey, I would like to see her start in, like, an NXT level, you know? And then, you know, because I'm sure, you know, every time the WWE signs somebody, they always got to have them start on NXT unless they were, like, a veteran. And uh-huh. they bring them up to the main roster. But she would kick ass in NXT, you know what oh, I'm saying? Yes, as definitely. a heel, though, as oh, a yes, heel. Yes. So, <laughs> all right. So, actually, right now we have Casey on the phone. So, hello, Casey. How are you? Welcome to the show.
3: Hi guys. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate
1: it. No problem. No problem at all. So, I mean, what do you think? I mean, we we nominated you for Indie Call Up of the uh, you know of for the month because we haven't done it in a while. So, you know, you're hogging up the whole month. <laughs> So, all right. So now, I, I just got a question for you. you. For life, baby. Yeah, there you go. Yes. So I got a question for you though. Tell me, what inspired you? You, you know, just wake up and say to yourself, "This is what I want to do." I mean, how did it all? How did that all happen?
3: Uh, funny story. The, the way that came about was um flashback all the way to 1988 and everyone's gonna pull out their pen and paper and do math go ahead it's
1: cool
3: <laughs> uh, rewind back to 1988 when i was a little 18 not, oh shoot 18 eight i was an eight-year-old girl mm-hmm. um the way i got into it was my sister was a wrestling fan and she was watching it and i moseyed into the living room and like what you doing? She said, watching wrestling. Come watch with me. Okay. I'd never seen wrestling before. I didn't know what it was. I sat down. I cannot even – the instant does not do it justice how quickly I fell in love. I don't know what it was about it. I sat down, and I'm like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> like, this is awesome. This is cool. Like, that guy is really bad. He's – oh, why is he – dude, I was obsessed from the get-go, um, <laughs> and I remember it so clearly, it, the match that was on was a Hacksaw-Jim Duggan match. Really? And, yep, it was Hacksaw-Jim Duggan, it was WWF Superstars, and it was a Jim Duggan match, and, um, you know, you know the gimmicks that they used to do at the end of, of Superstars and stuff when they would preview the stars that you were going to see the following week? Yeah. Well, Hacksaw was going to be on the show the following week. and. The commentator who, uh, it was superstars, I think it was McMahon, mm-hmm. said, um, you know, with his two-by-four, I'm an eight-year-old girl. I didn't know what a two-by-four was. I thought it was one of the big monster trucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I was really confused until my sister explained that that was the board he was holding. I was like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> so anyway, I was obsessed. My sister was over professional wrestling two weeks later. She was done. Didn't care. Oh, over it. Too really? cool for school. Yes. She was just over it. Um, needless to say, obviously, I haven't gotten over it. I'm still right <laughs> over heels in love with it. So it's a love affair that started very innocently, very, you know, out of the blue. And I was hooked from that day forward. Wrestling was my obsession in life. Nice.
1: So, what, I mean, uh, like, what made you do to make it become a reality?
3: Um, Well, you know, I told everybody from the get-go that I was going to be in wrestling. And I said that because I didn't, I honestly, even as a kid, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. I want to be on the TV in that aspect, in that arena, in that world. Mm -hmm. Um, At that time, as I said, it was, you know, the late 80s, um, Miss Elizabeth, obviously, was... Huge and doing her thing with Macho Man, Mm. Um, and so part of me was like, maybe I want to be the next Miss Elizabeth, and I, you know, I would walk through my backyard with my hands out to the side, pretending like (laughs) there were fans (laughs) on either side of me, and you know, and I would practice my entrance in that respect. I'd walk through the trees, pretending Mm. that the limbs were the fans. Um, But then I also I wasn't sure because you guys popped me when you were doing my little introduction there. Uh At that time, also, um, it was the very, very end of the women's division at that time in the WWF, and Sherry Martell was their champion, Uh Sensational Sherry. And I happened to, you know, they didn't air a lot of the women's matches, even though they had an active title, but I happened to see enough of her matches to be like i don't know maybe, i don't know if i want to be miss elizabeth or if i want to be sensational sherry i can't decide <laughs> and even though sherry was this huge you know obviously she was the huge the heel the mega bitch yeah i didn't care i was like i i didn't care i was into what she was doing right. um and that inspired me so i was going back and forth a lot between this but i knew it was something i wanted to do i told everybody I was gonna do it they'd pat me on the head and say oh it's cute for you a uh, little kid with a dream wow. um the way i actually got into it though i attended an indie show in uh june of 1997 in uh a nearby town to where i live and ended up talking to one of the wrestlers who was there but not working that night because he was hurt his name is shorty Smalls mm. and during the course of our conversation i expressed to shorty you know he thought it was odd that uh, a 17 year old girl Was at a wrestling pro wrestling show alone no brother there no dad you know there was no male with me it was just me and i said no i I love wrestling i've I've grown up on wrestling and it's actually what i want to do with my life um Mm. to make a long story short shorty and i stayed in touch and um i attended the promotions next show you know they were advertising their next show which was about an hour further away right i went to that show I went to their next show after that. So I just started going, following this promotion, UCW, and Shorty was at huh. the shows. Um, he finally informed me that UCW had a school about two hours down 95. Mm-hmm. And he offered, you know, he was like, look, I'm one of the trainers, or I help train people there, and if this is really something you're interested in doing, there might be an opportunity there. So, I um, did. I mean, I'm making a long story really mm-hmm. short, but so, so, <laughs> bulk of it, the meat and potatoes of the story, is that Shorty started training me, and he would actually ended up becoming my trainer, and, uh, that's how I kind of eased my way
2: into the business.
1: Nice, awesome. nice, way to go. Awesome.
2: Casey, let me ask you, who is your dream opponent, whether living or dead? Who is, like, the one opponent you would love to have a match with? Um, there's a couple, and
3: unfortunately, uh, well, unfortunately, three of them are dead, um, I always wanted to have the chance to wrestle Sherry. I always Mm -hmm. wanted that chance. Not only because I loved her work and I loved her character and how she worked, uh, regardless of in what role, but that, you know, she was one of the women that I actually laid eyes on as that eight-year-old girl and who inspired me to want to be in that ring. And so I always wanted the opportunity to have a match with her. Um, And sadly, it never happened. I never even got to meet her. Oh wow! And, yeah,
1: so that would have been a good match. <laughs> that would have been a good match too, I think. Yeah, I thought thank I you. Be I would work. like to think so. <laughs> All right, so now I got a question for you. Now I, I know a lot of uh, a bulk of your career so far, you have been a heel. But what do you prefer, <laughs> a heel <laughs> or a babyface? Have you even done a been a babyface? <laughs>
3: That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Yes,
1: I'm
3: a baby face approximately one time per year.
1: Really? Oh man!
3: I am not even exaggerating. That's why I started laughing when you said the bulk
1: of your career, because
3: when you say the bulk, you mean like
1: the whole thing, everything, but like the there. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, do you even consider? You know, maybe you want to try being a baby face. No,
3: I mean, yes. And, Here's the thing: the answer. I far, far, far prefer being heel. Uh-huh. Far prefer being heel. Mm. However, that being said, um, I'm not. I'm not booked as the heel all the time because I ask to be. Uh-huh. I will work if I'm booked to work, baby. I'm working, baby. Like what I always tell promoters, because there have been promoters who have asked me if I have a preference, mm. and I give them. And this is exactly what I say to them, 100% straight shoot. I say to them, I, in my opinion, feel that I am far, far, far better as a heel than I am a baby face. Mm. However, you are my boss for the night. So, whatever, you know, whatever I'm doing, like whatever you need me to Mm. do for you that night, like you're booking me, you tell me, boss, you know, I don't know, am I baby or am I heel? Right.
1: Right. And I
3: leave it up to them, but... You know, like I
1: said, basically, I'm baby when I work in Georgia. Um, I work <laughs> really? in Deep Southern Championship Wrestling in Blue Ridge, Georgia. I'm a baby face
3: down in Blue Ridge, Georgia, down in <laughs> Deep Southern Championship Wrestling. Um, I've been baby faces in other places, and I don't mind doing it because I am very much of the belief that if you're in this business, you should be well-rounded. You should be able right. to be out, be booked as a heel and be able to do it well. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, good enough, be booked as a baby and be able to be fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. You know. I'm not opposed to working baby more often because I feel as though I'm not that good of a baby face, and I know that's because I don't work baby that often. I'm so right. mentally a heel, and my work, my style is so heelish. Right. <laughs> um. But do I turn down looking as if there is a baby? No. Right. They just don't ever come my way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. Casey,
3: you're the perfect heel. Oh, that way. You said it, not me. No,
1: <laughs> I'm, <kidding.
2: laughs>
3: I'm so just kidding. Honestly though, my comfort I'm comfortable being a heel because the truth of the matter is, again, I'm of the belief that you are at your best and most believable when you are an extension of your true personality. Yeah. You know, not when you're out there trying to straight up like play a role and be yeah. when you're an extension. And, guys, I'm a smartass. I'm sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just me. And that's, I fit the role of the heel
2: perfectly for a reason. Right.
1: I see it. I see well, it. Well, Casey, let me ask you this. What do you think
2: of the direction of women's wrestling now?
1: Oh, it's a good question.
2: Um, you're speaking about in general overall, not just on the indies, not just on TV, right? Yeah, overall. Like, where do you, like... The direction it has taken now. I think that women's wrestling is still going in a good direction,
3: and it has been for several years. I think that we've been experiencing a lot of really good female workers who are, you know, trained and who work hard and care about what they're doing, and I think that is still the case, but as the tone of my voice probably tells you, the word but is coming up, but I... (laughs) I also can see on the horizon, um, you know, I, I think in my personal opinion, I believe it to be far too easy for girls to um, be put in the ring really? as wrestlers far too easy and you know I I don't see a lot of people and maybe it's just what I see I might just be it might just be something to do with what I'm exposed to I don't know I can't say that this is a broad statement everywhere because obviously I'm not exposed to everything everywhere but From what I see, um, you know, it's just, there's a lot of, a lot of situations where girls have just been put in the ring just a little too early, whether it's because the promoter, in quotation marks, needed somebody, or because of who they're dating, or because of whatever other extraneous
1: reason there is, um, so prematurely, prematurely, yeah, yeah, before they're really ready to be in there. I've, I've seen that before, and, uh. Uh, I see it a lot, yeah, and, one, and I'm seeing it a
3: lot, and it really
1: makes me ill. Yeah, I've seen one uh, one female I saw. She got hurt really bad and uh, ended up going to the hospital because of that. But that's a, a different story. But uh, now, I got a question for you. I noticed that you was a rosebud. I was a rosebud twice. <laughs> twice, yes. So now, have you been back ever since? Did they call you back, or uh, was it just um, because they were in the no. area?
3: uh-uh. I... I haven't. They called me up for those too, and um, I was in communication with them a little bit after that, but no, I've not been, I have not been in communication
2: with them since that.
1: Uh, Bummer.
2: Or since that general time. Right. Well, Casey, when you're not wrestling, and I know you're wrestling a lot, you're doing a lot of traveling, (laughs) what do you enjoy to do on your downtime?
3: Um,. You know, that is hard because my life is so encompassed with wrestling. Um, but if I do have some
1: downtime, um, you know, to be honest with you, I'm kind of boring. I really am. I'm, I'm,
3: you laugh at my very pitiful existence. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I find it hard to believe. <laughs>
3: well, I, I mean, in my eyes, I am, I guess. But, you know, I use my spare time... Um, You know, I'll I'll spend it with family. I'm a huge family person, so I'll spend it with, you know, my parents, my nieces, whatever. Um, I am very much into photography and actually very much enjoy being behind the camera. And so (laughs) I'll take my camera out and just go on a little mini photography expedition and just see what cool stuff I can find. Um, Nice. You know, I'm a homebody, too. I, I, I don't really like, go out and party or anything much. I, mm-hmm. I sit at home, and I watch documentaries, and I watch Food Network, and, uh, you know, yeah, I just, do you really? see why I say I'm boring? Now he's suddenly believe me. Well, Casey, if that's
2: boring, then I'm boring, Tony's boring, and everybody boring, because we all do that, and... That's awesome. I think
1: it's awesome. <laughs> all right, so now the final question. What is in the future for Casey Carlisle? That's a really good
2: question. If you have
3: that answer, I would love
1: to know. <laughs> now, <laughs> you, I mean, question. I mean, uh, you've been wrestling for so long now. I mean, are you trying to pursue, you know, WWE or TNA or even New Japan for that matter?
3: I'm always trying to pursue all of those opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the truth of the matter is, I have been in the business of professional wrestling since 1998. I have been in the ring, active in the ring as a wrestler since 2005. And the very, very, being completely honest, I have not had time off. I haven't, you know, save for little things here or there. I've been going nonstop and working like all the time for all of those years. So as far as the future goes, I honestly, I'm not sure because part of it's going to depend on how my body holds up. Right. Right. Part of it's going to depend on the state of the business, um, you know, and kind of the path that follows because I'm not into dealing with, uh, you know, crap and everything else. Um, I love training people. I really do. Yeah. I love training people. And so I'm hoping to have the opportunity to do that one day, whether it's running seminars, whether it's being a trainer at a school, whether it's having my own school. Um, I love to book. I, you know, I see myself involved in the business in some aspect for many years to come. I really do. I hope it's in the ring. That's where my heart is. Right. Uh, but. You know, time will tell, but I take every... Yeah, I'm chasing every opportunity that I still have coming my way because I'm thankful for them, and I know that they don't have to come my way. So that's why I try to seize them when I have the opportunity to.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's all That's all you can do, you know? So, all right, now... That's we're it. yeah? All right, so where can uh, fans reach you? Um,
3: well, I am... I'm very accessible, actually, to fans, and I've been told that I'm one of the few that will truly interact with them in the sense of writing them back and, and so forth, so that makes me feel good. Um, even though I'm a heel, I love my fans, because those bofos are loyal, and they support me to no end.
1: There you go. Um,
3: yeah, so I am on Facebook. I have a profile page, which is Facebook.com slash Casey Carlisle. Mm-hmm. I have a like page, which is facebook.com slash casey carlisle fan page i'm on twitter at casey carlisle i'm on instagram at casey carlisle i'm on youtube uh youtube.com slash user slash casey carlisle uh and of course my website which is www.caseycarlisle.com and uh website has upcoming appearance info photos videos
1: from past matches merch Merchandise. Did I mention it has merchandise? Stress it one Stress more is, time. <laughs> merchandise. Signed eight x tens, DVDs, T-shirts. Did I mention it has
3: merchandise? <laughs> I'm
2: getting a
1: T-shirt. <laughs> we will sport one that, here that, at wpb. CaseyCarlisle.com. There you go. Well, Casey, I tell you, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. You have to come back again.
3: Well, okay, I'll come back again. <laughs> it's been a pleasure being on the show with you guys.
1: <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to take you, a. Thank a- you
3: guys. Thank you for letting me take up the entire month. I appreciate that.
1: There you go. All right, we're going to go to a commercial break and we'll be right back.
0: Calvary Contracting is a locally owned family business that takes pride in working on higher standard, specializing in kitchen and bathroom remodeling. Check us out before you plan your next home or office project. For more information about our services, log on to CalvaryService.com. You can also like us on Facebook at Calvary Contracting. Give us a call at 518-669-6583. That's 518-669-6583. How can we
1: serve you? All right, and welcome back. We're going to go right into Raw Notes. In the beginning of Raw, Ambrose comes out and he does uh, the Ambrose Asylum. Now, in my opinion, I don't. I'm not liking it. You know, yeah. he's trying too hard to be funny. You know, and I've said that before about him too. You know, that he's trying way too hard to be funny. I'm not digging it. Not you know, digging I mean, it at you know,
2: all. And you know, they talk about Roman Reigns on the mic. Ambrose, Ambrose is, is not good on the mic either.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. and
1: somebody's thing. writing his jokes, and they are not funny at all.
0: They need Alex Serrano the third over there. Oh, oh
1: yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you writing his jokes for him? Oh no! I <laughs> said they probably,
2: need. They need. They probably got Dolph Ziggler writing his jokes. Ooh! <laughs> I love you, Dolph.
1: <laughs> After what happens, you're turning on him, huh? I know. <laughs> all right, so then um, you know he does his little shtick, and um, I didn't find it funny at all. But then uh, Shane comes out, and I'm guessing he was a, a guest for the Ambrose Asylum, and uh, but come to find out, he's in charge of Raw again. I mean, what's going? I mean. Why well, did
2: it didn't you watch Mania? He beat the Undertaker. No, he did not. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the only reason why he would run raw, right?
1: But apparently he said <laughs> he's doing it for the fans cause the uh the fans voted him back in again. I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember doing that vote. I don't remember uh, voting for him. I ain't seen no poll or nothing like that. What the hell's going on with this place? You know, it's like ah but either way though, honestly, I'd rather see him there than the authority. That's all Absolutely. I gotta say. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then Kevin Owens comes out. He's all upset. He wants to know why he was kicked off a of Raw last week. He's going, you know, acting like a little baby. And then Sami Zayn comes out, and uh, again, it looks like he's losing his pop. He didn't yeah. get a good pop when he came out, Mm-mm. you know. So uh, I don't know what's going on with that. It's like. I don't want to say the Roman Reigns treatment. That's a little too harsh. But <laughs> it was like he was, he was when he first came out, he had a good pop. And then, like, towards the middle, like, at WrestleMania, I think, he started to lose it. And then he got it back again. And then he's, like, losing, losing it again. You know? Yeah, it was yeah just, I don't know. It's just I'll, weird.
2: I'll tell you why. Why? His matches suck.
1: <laughs> you think so? You I, know what?
2: His, his NXT match with uh, Nakamura was amazing. Yeah. But all his matches on Raw have been so boring. It takes it's about a fifteen minute match, and you got eight minutes of them grabbing each other, tussling around, <laughs> and going to commercial, yeah. and come back. All right, we got a blue thunder bomb. We got a sw- suntan over the ropes. That's okay. Do that. Don't tussle for eight minutes, and you're like, all right, this is boring. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean the thing is though is that I think it looks like it's like they're holding him back from actually, you know, him being what he needs to be. You know, like you said, when he fought Nakamura at that pay per view, that was off the hook. You yeah. know, yeah. he looked loose. You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's him. You know, uh, yeah,
2: I was gonna say that maybe and it's uh, these crowds. Yeah,
1: he's the pressures on him. Yeah, you know, so I mean, I, man, I don't know, but uh, I, I, he's not my favorite. You know, but when he throws a good match, he throws a good match, and he, I haven't seen it on Raw yet. Yep. So I don't know. Maybe well, he's gonna fight. Uh, Kevin Owens at the pay-per-view. So, we'll see. Yeah, That's all I got. S- we'll see. I'm happy about that. Yeah, so am I. It's about time, too. So, yeah. um then Jericho comes out, uh, a little scuffle happens between all of them and uh back from the break, it's ended up being uh Sami Zayn versus Jericho. Um to me, it looked like the crowd wasn't even really into it. You know. Cuz I wasn't.
0: <laughs> I'm so tired of seeing Jericho. Yeah. I'm so tired of seeing Jericho.
1: Well, He's not part-time anymore. But
0: he's still... He's still
1: wearing his little cousin's trunks. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> you know, it was just... I don't know. I, I was bored.
1: I was too. I was bored.
2: Like I, I said, it sucks. <laughs> and it's very slow. Why um, 2 j hasn't hit a line so, in like two years.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's true. <laughs> he's always getting hit. Because
1: his I trunks are since- too tight. <laughs> <laughs> Are. Come on, he's still wearing his cousin's trunks. Get rid, his trunks. get rid of him. Get rid of him. He's out. Um but he ended up winning the match though with a code breaker. Yeah, <laughs> after the dump to the eye,
2: which I like. I mean right? you gotta be a heel on the mic, be a heel in the ring.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well the thing with Jericho is he is magic on the mic when it comes to being a heel. He can yep. really get the crowd going to make them hate him he's He's the master at that, and i'll I'll never take that away, but you know you're right, I mean it's like why are we seeing Jericho all of a sudden like be a badass now? It's well, like
0: you know my thing is give these new talents that are coming up the chance to shine, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and not I'm not taking it away from Jericho, mm-hmm. but you're just they they keep putting these old timers in. And let them step back a little bit. And let them new, yeah, the but, younger generation. But basically, guys what they're up.
1: there for is to teach the guys coming right. up. Right, but so. still, yeah.
0: they're not giving them their playtime either because they're. It's now it's a competition between mm-hmm. the old timers and the new guys. Who's going to be on TV and who's not going to be on TV?
1: Yeah, but I don't, I don't see Jericho as that type. You know, I see him really. You know, behind the scenes as helping this. The, you know, the younger talent.
0: Well, I don't see it. Know? So, but there.
1: as far. <laughs> <laughs> Well, jeepers. <laughs> Alrighty then. A little hostile, are we? <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> no, that's all right. All right, so now we have uh, Enzo and Big Kaz versus the Dudleys, and the winner of that will advance to the finals. What are you shaking your head, Rick? That match sucked. What?
2: That dog, no, Tony.
1: I liked match- it. And I don't know, maybe it's because of Enzo and Big Kaz, but I liked it. All
2: right, what happened? The Dudleys beat down Enzo. Then, Big Cass comes in, hits him with some elbows, and then they do the rocket launcher for the win. That match sucked.
1: <laughs> but that's how it's supposed to be. But, you know, but you pound gonna... on the little guy, and then you get the hot tag to the big guy. Not Ryback. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not Ryback. Tell Miguel to go back.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, man. <laughs> He's getting ready to jump over here, man. But, yeah, I would have expected something better, man. I mean, Dudley's and these guys, come on. That should have been something more than that. And it wasn't. It felt really flat for me.
1: Yeah. But you know
2: why? You know why? I got one word for it, and I'm going to spell <laughs> it out. It was S <laughs> A <laughs> I
1: don't think so. It was good. <laughs> it, it was. was right that yeah, Thank you, Miguel. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> I thought it was a good match. I I don't know, maybe it's cuz I'm a fan of uh Enzo and Big Cass and I'm glad to see them, you know, advancing to each his zone and who knows what we'll what we'll see in the in the main event at uh Payback. Um not the main event, but you know, in the finals at Payback. So then they showed uh AJ with Gallows and Anderson together talking about their little time in uh Japan. Yep. You know, everybody marked out because, you know, oh my god, it's a Bullet Club reunion. Um, Even though they're not going to be called uh, Bullet Club, (laughs) I think I I still think they're going to call be called uh, Bulletproof. I think that's what I think they're going to lean towards that. Unless Finn Balor comes on Monday and changes all that around,
0: yeah, yes, it could happen. I hope so.
1: It could happen. So now Roman Reigns comes out. This poor guy. (laughs) He can't that catch a break. Boring. Oh, not, not that he was boring. He was boo to no end. He was. He I didn't was. hear but, one cheer. But I was cheering. Well, yeah, he didn't hear you. Yes, he can hear
0: me. <laughs> he can hear me through the TV. I, I know he, he did could. not.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Try again, there, sister. <laughs> but no, he—he. He, it was bad. Yeah. I felt so bad for him and. I don't know. To me, it looked like he was, um, you know, he was getting more cockier, I guess, you know? Um, Yeah.
2: You know what it is? When people like him get confident, it doesn't get better for them. When he gets confident, he got that smirk again. Yeah. He used a line for the fourth time in three weeks. And you're like, all right, man, we get it. (laughs) Just call yourself the guy. The guy.
1: That's it. You don't have to go with the not the bad guy, guy, not the good guy. guy, guy. Just call yourself the guy. Yeah. Hey, I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know who I am? I'm the, I'm guy. the, I'm the guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> uh, you what know,
2: was interesting. As soon as the crowd started chanting boring, AJ's music kids.
1: A- yeah, AJ's music kids. Oh my god. Hits.
2: I
0: felt bad for him when they was chanting boring yeah. because yeah. I was doing it from here too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as AJ came out though, he had a huge pop. Yeah. A lot of they they all love AJ over there. So, uh, he got a huge pop from that um they went back and forth talking and uh, nothing. I mean, they were just basically Talk
2: smack to each talking
1: other. smack to each other. And uh, AJ started to leave. And who jumps Roman from behind? Gallows and Anderson.
2: What? Bullets, bullets.
1: <laughs> 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 <Chances>. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs>
3: no. <laughs>
1: So basically, you know, you think about it. Last week they jumped the Usos. This week they jumped Roman Reigns. You know, it's obviously set up for a six-man tag probably before the pay-per-view. That's it's only obvious, you know, the Bullet Club and uh, Doc Allison Anderson and uh, AJ against the Usos and Roman Reigns. It's going to be on a Raw. You know, that's what's going to end up happening. But the sad thing is, is that everybody bought one. They jumped him, man. Yes. That was so sad, man. I was like, What? And then all of a sudden that the camera's off to AJ and AJ just happened to turn around and he's shaking his head as to say, Hey, I had nothing to do with that. Um I think there's um
0: But don't you think that it might be a setup to for them to break up the Bullet Club?
1: It could, but Because you gotta... that's
0: not AJ's style. He doesn't want to be known for that
1: and Yeah, but it, it could also be a setup to where he's gonna turn uh heel. That's true. You know, me. or the, you know, with everything that went down with Finn Balor, you know, you got to throw that into the equation now too. So you know, because there was two ways that that scenario, without Finn Balor, there was two ways that that scenario could happen. Either AJ was going to turn heel, or they were going to jump AJ, right. and Finn Balor was going to be like, "I'm the leader of the, the, the right." The, right. You know, so
2: you keep forgetting. They can also join Roman Reigns. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still leaving that out there.
1: Really? You still think that's what's going to happen?
2: I think so, man. It's a real possibility, especially with this whole Finn Balor thing. Maybe that's just to throw it off, throw us for a loop. You never know with this
1: company. It could. It could. And like I said, Finn Balor's known for that. So, you know, we're going to have to wait and see and see what happens on Raw, too, because apparently he's supposed to be there on Raw. Um, now, after the commercial, uh, AJ went up to Roman and said he didn't know that those guys were going to do that. Uh, Roman was all ticked off, and he said, well, you know, I find it kind of funny that they jumped my cousins, then you jumped me, you know, to start telling the truth or sell a better story. Um, That was probably a good promo from him (laughs) (laughs) because it looked like it was coming from him. You know, it came natural. (laughs) It did. (laughs) I'm sorry. You know, when he's in the ring, you can tell he's trying to remember a script. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know. Like I said, we're going to have to wait and see what happens. I don't have the only scenario I can think of is that, what I had said. So, Who knows? We'll wait and see. Um, Now, after that, it was Baron Corbin versus Fandango. Um, I really like how they're making Baron Corbin, man. He, they're making him like a straight-up badass. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mimi made a comment about yeah. Baron Corbin about that uh, he should cut his hair because he's uh, hanging on to the front. I know. <laughs> he's
0: going to turn into a skullet. He's, he's going to
1: turn into a skull. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... Hang on to, Hang on to my brother. <laughs> you
0: know, I... I, I mean, if you're going bald, just shave it off.
1: Why play on to it? Rock, it?
0: rock it, rock it. You know what I mean? Why well, are like, rocking it? Well, no, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm i looking at it through girls' eyes, I guess. You know, not through a wrestler's eyes. But he is, like, phenomenal. In the, well, I shouldn't say phenomenal.
1: That's right? AJ. i no, sorry. Get it he, right, he's sister. He's good.
0: <laughs> he is good in the ring. He mm-hmm. does have skills, and I give him that.
1: Yeah, but uh, they're they're making him look a straight-up badass, so... Uh... He beats uh, Fandango, hits him with the end of days, and then uh, uh, prior to that, um, he threw uh, Fandango into uh, Dolph Ziggler because Ziggler was there right. commentating. And uh, Ziggler came out after the match and was trying to beat up on Baron Corbin, then Baron Corbin he ended up hitting him with him. the end of days. So.
0: Whooped him with a can of That milk.
1: was now, my night. <laughs>
2: now, Tony, um, you said Baron Corbin fought who? Fandango. Oh, you mean
1: fun Go. <laughs> anyway.
2: Like, that, was, that was a good segment, though. I think Barry Coleman is really making himself a, as a top heel. Um, it's really building up. And I think this match with Dolph Ziggler is going to be everything I think it's gonna, everything I expected to be. I expect it to be a top-notch match and a great feud between the
1: two. Yeah, it is. And uh, they didn't announce that they were going to uh, fight on payback, did they?
2: Not yet, well, there are some, on SmackDown actually, um, Baron Corbin was supposed to fight Dolph Ziggler, but he jumped him before the match, and uh, he beat him down, so they didn't get to fight, so that's probably going to happen at payback. This past
1: SmackDown? Just
2: past SmackDown, yep, oh, yesterday.
1: Okay. Oh, nice. Alright, well, they got to announce it sometimes, payback's in what, two weeks? Yep. So, eh, we'll see. Now, after that, the uh, Z- uh, The Miz, with his segment with his wife, that was just way too long. Way yep. too long. It was. It was. was. Oh, my God. It makes me want to hate the Miz more. I can <laughs>
2: hate him more? But it, wasn't, but it wasn't even on the Miz. That was on Cesaro.
1: I blame the Miz.
2: No. <laughs> yes. That's <it's> his character. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm getting tired of that. Then he has to take a take after take because he messed it up.
2: That's what's awesome. No, no, so, I
1: mean, He's a Hollywood guy, man. Yeah,
0: he is. From that's, yeah. You, you're right. We still hate him, though. I <laughs> still hate him. And,
2: and that's that means he's doing his job right. Yeah, absolutely. You're <laughs> absolutely right. We still hate him. And Maurice is talking, speaking French. I mean, the tether. I, I love
1: it. Yeah, but um. Anyway, so uh, what ended up? Uh, excuse me. What ended up happening? It was ended up being an eight-man tag with uh, New Day and Cesaro versus the whole League. Nations and the Miz. It was actually that a good match. It really was. was. I'm not gonna lie. It was a good match. I liked towards the end how you know they were hitting move after move with different people, and you know Biggie ended up getting the the pin on the uh-huh. Miz. Um, I I really did. It was a good match. Now, what do you think of New Day now, though?
2: Uh, first of all, this a lot today, man, because I didn't like this match either. I was really bored by it. Who I thought it was the same stuff. So I think we you and me to a lot today because. I think you and me disagreeing
1: a lot today because this match was really boring to me. Really? And,
2: uh, yeah, I was not impressed by it. I don't know. Maybe I was just tired this week. Boy, I've been working hard. You, you
1: didn't eat your Booty cereal, did you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> this, this match was not, I don't know. I, wasn't I still to
1: refuse me. to eat Booty so don't you dare come up to me and say, Honey, would you okay, like some, some Booty <laughs> I am not eating the cereal that looks like an anus. Some
2: some honey nut booty oil sounds pretty good. <laughs> Ew, that sounds worse. <laughs> that sounds worse. <laughs> Ew. Oh man, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm starting to start to like New Day again. It's starting to come back. I mean, I prefer them as heels, but slowly I'm starting to be like, all right, New Day rocks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I I kind of. Want to see them as heels? I don't like them as baby faces. I really don't. No. Um, they and, and what's funny is that even when they're heels, I hate them anyway. <laughs> you know, I really I'm surprised
0: do. that you are actually giving them a compliment because you hate them so much.
1: How am I giving them a compliment? I you hate said them. it
0: was a good match.
1: It was. No, it was a good match. I still hate you, them.
0: Usually, you're like criticizing every little thing that they do.
1: Exactly, and I still don't like them. <laughs> I still, it was a good match, but I, I still don't like awesome. it. I don't like the gimmick. I don't like it at all. Get, I rid, like, of it. <laughs> no, yes, get rid of No. Yes. The gimmick is good. No. It's Don't good. like it. It's good. Don't like it, but I did like the match. So. <laughs> I know it's all bipolar today. I know what's going on. So, <laughs> he all right, didn't now we, you know, <laughs> I refuse. All right, if I see a cup of chocolate milk, there it's even nastier. <laughs> oh, all
0: right,
1: thanks. <laughs> all right, so now on to the women's. Uh, it's Natalia, Sasha Banks, Becky, and Paige versus Charlotte, Tamina, Naomi, and Summer. No Eva Marie, what happened? No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> I take Summer Rae over Eva Marie any day.
1: Uh-oh. I like the idea of... Uh, I wrote that
2: down. Like, I'm shocked. we have been seeing a lot more of Summer ray and no Lana, no Alicia Fox, no Emma. What's that all
1: about? I don't know. I don't know. But the thing of it is, with this match, I thought it was just too many at once. Yeah, that's You know, and, and it does sound strovenistic because they just did an eight man tag. And maybe that's why. It's because they did it back to back. You know, they had the eight man tag and then they went with this. You know, yeah. I, to me, I just thought it was too much. And it's not nothing against the women at all, it's just that it was just too much.
0: We're taking over and you can't
1: handle it. I, how is it taking over? Because we women rock. Lordy I, I Lord. <laughs> I want
2: to... <laughs> I I mean, I would have preferred two women's matches as opposed to yes. four and four.
1: Exactly. that See, that I agree with. But to have all of them at once, that was just too much for me. I'm sorry. I mean, it, I, it, it looked like they were trying to make uh, Natty look more, uh, I guess, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Because she is fighting Charlotte for the belt. Yeah,
2: I um, mean... I, Yeah, of all the finishes, you should have had her make anyone else tap out but Charlotte. Yeah, but Charlotte.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So with that being said, that's who won because she made Charlotte tap out. (laughs) But it's like I said, it was just my opinion. It was just too many. uh, There was just too much of them, and I I just wasn't digging that. Not after watching another one, too. So you know what I'm saying? So that's just me. That's my opinion. But I like the women, though.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we got the Vaught Villains versus the Usos for the other tag team uh, spot for the number one contenders. Um, the Vaught Villains end up winning. And I hate it. Why?
0: Because they suck. Who suck? The Rob Villains.
1: whatever. Rob Villains? The <laughs> so Villains. Whoever the hell
0: those guys are, they're, they're stupid. They're Rob Van
1: Dan's clones. They're the
0: Va- exactly. They're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> they suck. You know Why,
1: though? Tell me why. Because... What? You got to give me a reason. Not because they suck.
0: Because they can't wrestle the way my Usos can.
1: But how what? How do you figure that? They were keeping, they were standing toe-to-toe no, well, to toe with them.
0: That's because they made them stand toe-to-toe.
1: Lord. my
2: First of all, come on, man. The Usos, <laughs> I'm so sick of the Usos. No. <laughs> I mean, the, first of all, there's no mention about uh, the Bullet Club with the, injuring the Usos. And I'm no, just they, like,
0: I think they, they did. did. They did because they were saying yeah. that Jay Jay was not 100. percent. But I
2: think I think they should have made a, uh, an appearance or something. The Bullet Club, like they should have been there on the at
1: the ramp or something. Right, or even show them on the screen watching right. the match backstage. Yeah. Right. No, that I okay. agree with you. Yeah, you're yeah. right. And I,
2: yeah, I didn't like this match too much. I do love the board Villains, though. I, I like their whole thing the, that they do. I think they're a great team, and I think it's going to be a great match with Enzo and I Cass. Don't, I
0: don't like that. I I, gimmick. So. I hate, I, I think, I don't like that. gimmick. Why, because they look
1: like they're plain Jane?
0: No, I just don't like the gimmick. With really? The freaking, something about the gimmick, I can't get my finger on it, but it's something about that gimmick that I don't like.
2: Because really? they're manly
0: men? <laughs> <laughs> they're more like old, chauvinistic men? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, no. no. Uh, I, something about it I just don't like.
1: Really? That's just It's kind of creepy, though. <laughs> yes, it's
0: boring. It's boring. Their gimmick is boring.
1: Creepy, huh? Wow. All right, well, <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of them. I do understand what you're saying. I'm not a big fan, but I like how they wrestle, though. And they were oh, standing yeah. toe-to-toe with the Usos, so there. Uh, <laughs> Fine. Now the main all right, so the main event it was Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose. I thought it was a good match. You didn't like oh, it. No. What's no. going on with this show today? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I wanna like it. I do.
1: <laughs> I mean we yeah. had some
2: good spots. The mm-hmm. frog smash off the apron now, that was awesome. Yes. Yes,
1: yes it but was. But
2: I don't like Ambrose. It's getting
1: worse and worse every week. Yeah. And and you know what? It's probably, it could be, have a lot to do with the fact that he does the same moves all the time. Yes. You know, that thing with the ropes where he goes in between it. He does that all the time. (laughs) It's like, you know, people should know by now that he doesn't do it. But then again, now we're being, you know, we're criticizing him just as much (laughs) as everybody's criticizing Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? But there is a difference though. I'm sorry. You know, Dean Ambrose makes it noticeable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Roman Reigns doesn't. I'm sorry. Nah.
2: Did, nah, no? nah I, I mean, they're the same. They're, they're the one and the same. They're both and, bad and on the mic. They're, sorry, they're both bad on the mic. They're ring, they only do the same moves over and over again. But I honestly think Roman Reigns has better potential than Ambrose. And that, I'm probably going to get slaughtered by the internet people.
1: <laughs> <when they have laughs> yeah, you are.
2: Um, but this character is a uh, crazy lunatic guy. I'm over. I want Seth Rollins back because these S.H.I.E.L.D. guys are killing me.
1: Wow. I think, do you think there will be a, a, uh, I'm off the subject, but do you think there's going to be a, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. too? Yeah, a S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) reunion? Because there was talks about that.
2: Mind it. I wouldn't mind
1: And let me tell you something. You know what I would like to see? The S.H.I.E.L.D. versus the Bullet Club. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, they they are better as a a United team than they are singles. I think
1: I got it. Oh, man. I think
2: I got it. The Bullet Club takes out the Usos for good. like They just destroy them. Roman Reigns needs to find a partner. He goes to his brother, Dean Ambrose, but we're still one man short. (laughs) Seth Rollins. Rollins. I think
1: that's something. That would be, yeah. Yeah, and I tell you this much. Ooh, I'd pop hard for that one.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I really would. But uh, anyway, so the match continues on, and uh, um, Dean Ambrose end up, ends up winning, and he gets jumped by Jericho. You didn't like that? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I prefer that ending. I'd
2: rather have Y2J standing than Dean Ambrose licking his lips or licking his chin.
1: <laughs> licking his lips. Licking his lips. Licking his lips. <laughs> yeah, I won. <laughs> 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 no you you know what you're right and uh I still didn't like it though. <laughs> I still I really didn't. It's like, you know, let me ask you guys this question. Who do you think is the top heel right now?
2: Kevin Owens.
1: Kevin Owens? Yes. Really. So why is they make why are they making it look like that um Jericho is the top heel? I don't get that. I don't get it at all. I, mean, I
2: honestly honestly I think there's going to be a passing of the torch um
1: between Jericho and and Kevin Owens.
2: Yeah, and I think at one point you're gonna see uh, Chris Jericho pass it on to KO, and KO's gonna take over. I th- they're starting to communicate with each other right. during matches, outside in the backstage and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think we're gonna start seeing uh, passing of the torch soon.
1: Hmm. That would be nice. Cause it it would be yeah, and get rid of Jericho, and then leave Kevin Owens as mm-hmm. a you know the top heel. So. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't impressed with Raw this week. I really wasn't. Sorry. I, it was one of the I don't want to say it was a wor- one of the worst Raw's, but um, after going looking at the last two and we got spoiled by it. Yeah. This one wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know. It really wasn't. So, all right, we got anything else for Raw? No.
0: Nope.
1: Any other nope. anything I missed? No. Nothing at all? Rick, it is time, my friend. For Rick Serrano Thirds Wrestling Joke of the Week. Take it away.
2: Welcome back to Rick Serrano's Wrestling Joke of the Week. Brought to you by Unwelcome Greetings, the greeting cards for the internet generation. Today's joke is why couldn't Kane light the fireplace? Mm, why? Because he loses all his matches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, Lord. Lord have
0: mercy. <laughs> oh, that's, oh. that's so oh.
2: up. <laughs> if you want to send in a joke, send it into our Facebook page at Wrestling POV Podcast, Twitter at Wrestling POV, or Instagram at Wrestling POV1 using the hashtag WPOVJokes. Wrestling Joke of the Week is brought to you by Unwelcome Greetings, where you can get greeting cards with your favorite memes, including John Cena, Dan Daniel, and more. You can even become a rapper. Find out how at UnwelcomeGreetings.com. Sweet deal. And moving along, we're going into Underrated Overrated.
1: Yay.
2: (laughs) All right, I'm going to start it off this week, Tony.
1: Nice. Okay, no problem.
2: Alright, my first guy is Sergeant Slaughter.
1: Wow, that's a good pick today. Um, I, I'm gonna have to say underrated. His character was uh, it was an odd character no, I don't wanna say odd. He was known to be a heel. And with that character, it was hard, especially you know because he was a military person and and then to have him as a heel, it was like uh maybe no i don't it, it should, he shouldn't be you know, but then when he turned baby face, it really worked, you know, in my opinion, I think he's underrated, you know he was a heavyweight champ at one time, but I think they could have done more with it, you know and and kept him more as a baby face than a heel, so I have to say underrated
0: mm hmm I think he was overrated. Why? Well, because he played off, like, that mean drill sergeant <laughs>
1: They called him a really maggot. Right,
0: like, to the max, and it just, I don't know. It's for, for me, you know, being a military girl myself, you knew your drill sergeants, yes, they talk a lot of smack to you, but they were, in, like, jerk-offs like he was. <laughs> so, for me, they, they pushed that right. to the limit, and it was, like... So you great. think
1: they, he, they, he overdid it overdid it, it uh, Yeah So overrated Yeah Alright Hey what do you got Rick
2: Alright you maggots
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would have to say He's underrated Um I thought I loved his heel run As uh, With the US With the drill sergeant thing mm-hmm. Um when he was... He was also a heel. Who was he with? He was with... Was he with the Sheik?
1: Yeah, Iron Sheik.
2: Yeah, I like that too. Um, Then towards the end of his career, started getting gimmicky with the whole USA thing. Yeah. I mean, I think his last WrestleMania was eight when he did like a four... Uh, eight-man attack, a mm-hmm. Legion of Doom, and uh, Hacksaw... No, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Virgil, Sergeant Slaughter, and somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, eh. But yeah. I, I honestly think he was underrated. I think he could have been utilized way better. Sergeant Slaughter...
1: Underrated. No. Oh, right. Well, two underrated, one overrated. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Who else then, you got?
2: Um, my next pick is someone who's awesome! Oh, Jesus. Lovers.
1: Overrated. That's overrated. it. Period. Don't like them. That's why. Overrated. Next.
2: Overrated. <laughs> <laughs> you wish I could be a page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> the man. Rated. Oh and you know God, what and no you know what? You can he say is because over... he's had every single title okay he's had the championships a lot but you know what he beat john cena at wrestlemania <laughs> oh. and then he died <laughs> john cena kills people man <laughs> this guy has given everything to this business and i feel like they're just using him because of his popularity among uh reality stars and in the movies mm-hmm. but honestly I think he's underrated I
1: think he's one of the best in the ring and best on the mic you know I, he's overrated I, he's yeah. just overrated yeah, he on the mic he, he does good mic work I, I'm not going to take that away And he is a good in ring performer but I just think he just does things over the top it just it does it's, it's like I don't know maybe it's because I don't like narcissistic people <laughs> he's very narcissistic
2: do you like Ric Flair? no Okay,
1: there you go. <laughs> no, I do like Ric Flair. Oh I
2: exactly. he, he does.
1: I'm
2: like I'm looking at him like mm
1: I got Rick got
0: Flair Flair's autograph on my refrigerator, so yes.
1: So I I'm still sticking with overrated. Just didn't oh. like the guy. I don't like the guy. So who do you got? Who do you think? What Rick? the miss? Yeah, overrated. overrated.
0: Overrated. I said overrated,
1: yeah. Did I didn't hear you. So.
0: Yeah. And that's because you were ranting again. <laughs> and so you told me. Out.
1: Nothing. <laughs> All right. That's nothing compared to what I did about that other podcast, but that's Not at a later, later time.
0: But No, I think he's overrated.
1: Okay. Totally
0: overrated.
1: <laughs> All right, so now on to me. My pick is Molly Holly, underrated or overrated? I think she's underrated. Why?
0: Because um, they always have she's a great wrestler. She has skills. And they always put these diva girls, you know, who like sexual body and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And put them on top and her in the bottom. Meanwhile, she was the only true wrestler.
1: And plus, she was willing to cut her hair, hair off of. mm-hmm. to be at WrestleMania. So. Absolutely. Right, so, ahead, I like her. She's very underrated with the whole haircut. She
2: saying, I don't want to a fight right on the line, she did a great job, and she was a workhorse. Was the best female wrestler you've ever seen, and I don't think
1: she's gotten the the fame she deserves. Underrated. Yeah, I agree. I think she's very underrated, and it's like I said. I mean, for any wrestler in in themselves, whether female or male, to come out and say, "Listen, I'll cut my hair off if you want me to. Just get me on the WrestleMania. Yeah, Yeah, you deserve. You know, you got my uh, you got my vote. All right, now my new one, Sin Cara. Underrated or overrated? Mm.
2: Go first, Rick. Uh, go ahead, Rick. I'm going to say overrated.
1: Really? I don't,
2: yeah, I don't know. I don't like, um... I do like him, but I just don't... He's kind of big, man. I think he's put on a couple of pounds. Um, I don't see the high-flying... The original
1: Sin Cara or the new Sin Cara? See,
2: that's the thing. <laughs> Which one are we talking about?
1: Uh, um, no, we'll go with the current one, the new one. The
2: current one is too big. He doesn't move as fast. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like his character, and I don't, I don't like so the So you way think he's...
1: he's overrated?
2: I think he's overrated. Oh, I think wow. yeah. I think the Lucha Dragons are overrated as a team. Oh, as a team. Whoa!
1: What? Oh. You oh, know man.
2: what? And I have to agree. Can he still? He beat <laughs> my back. That's nothing. We We got. We Let's, <laughs> <out>. Let's, <laughs> <out>. Let's, <laughs> Let's the segment. <laughs> no, but like you Tell said, as a, team, a, a team, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of Sin Cara, I
1: overrated. Wow, okay, yeah. go ahead. What do you think? Overrated I, or underrated?
0: I think they're underrated. Underrated? Yeah. I mean, everything is about the big guys. Not the mm. big guys, but the big guys. Yeah, yeah. You know? And the little little guys are getting, like, shafted.
1: Yeah. So well, I think At least they're, those they're, U.S. champions.
0: Yeah, but that was a fluke, I think. <laughs> How was that a fluke?
1: but you know what i mean it's
0: like they're not i don't know i that he's underrated
1: all right so that's all i got who do you got mimi
0: all right val venus
1: wow val venus i haven't heard that name in a while um i think he was overrated and i i and the reason why i think that is because of the simple fact that they just went crazy with the whole porn thing and uh you know the one segment he did with the uh, with the uh, Japanese guys. Yeah, um,
0: life. I, I'm
1: getting the yeah. He, they yeah, chopped, he chopped his, his ding thing, ding yeah. off. <laughs> you know, I mean that was a little bit too much. Yeah. You know, that was a little bit too extreme. So my 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 uh, my vote is overrated. Rick, what do you got? <laughs> I think is, I would
2: say underrated. I think he was one of the better guys during that time. Um, I think he was his. I think he was overrated on his mic work, but in the ring, I think he was underrated. I think he was one of the best in the ring during that time. I loved his finisher. I thought he moved well. I think he helped out a lot of the youngsters, too, in the back, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, I think he was underrated as a, a, as a superstar, as a wrestler. All
1: right, good one, good one.
0: I think I kind of agree with Rick in, as far as underrated as a superstar, but he was overrated. As a porn star, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <man.
1: laughs> my goodness,
0: you know that's because his promo right. was was very overrated. Right. You okay. know what I mean? They didn't yep. focus on his wrestling skills; yeah. they focus more on his promos. Okay, and that's so. <laughs> right, my so. second guy is Booker T.
1: Booker T. I have to say, he was overrated too. That one, oh, man, that's a, that's a hard one. There, really? let me think about it. Rick, you go. <laughs>
2: And you know what? That is a hard one. Um, Harlem Heat days, I loved them.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. WWE days, eh. Hall of Fame worthy, eh.
1: I'm going to say overrated.
2: Um, WWE days, he was too much into the whole Spinner rooney thing. Yeah. We didn't really get a lot out of Booker T in the ring. But mm-hmm. Harlem Heat days, I would say... Underrated Harlem Heat days, overrated WWE days. But
1: you gotta pick one.
2: Yeah, pick one.
1: Overrated. Alright, I have to agree with Rick. I think overrated, and based on, and I agree with you, you know, well, Harlem Heat days, definitely underrated. Definitely, but. As a singles competitor okay. himself, mm-hmm. he was definitely overrated. And like what Rick said, he concentrated way too much on that spin Yeah. Instead of. And then especially when he won King of the Ring.
0: Yeah. Oh, so, my God. That was just yeah.
1: over the top. I'm like, oh. I, man, stop, and I agree enough. with, I
0: think we're all in agreement on this one with him being overrated. All right. You know.
1: Nice. And as
0: you guys brought out the valid points that I was thinking, so that's why I'm not saying anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, Rick is uh, Miguel over there.
2: Oh yes, yes, I'm right here, Mister Tony.
1: Okay, you got anything new for me?
2: Yes, next week I am going to be in Union Square Park shooting a new episode of my show, Call Street Corner.
1: Nice.
2: And you can win a prize. We'll ask you some questions. It's going to be exciting.
1: Nice, nice. That's I'm looking forward to it, and it'll be available on YouTube, right?
2: Yes, it will be on our Wrestling POV podcast page. Also. You know what? We didn't talk about SmackDown. So we'll have a new segment of SmackDown Breakdown. Oh, my goodness. I just said that, and it pops up. But you know what? SmackDown (laughs) Breakdown will be on the Facebook page, Wrestling POV Podcast. You know, nice. Mr. Tony, yeah. it's, it's getting kind of cold in here, no?
1: It is getting a little bit yeah. cold. I'm, I am Just chilling. a little bit mm-hmm. chilly. And that leads to our special, one of our special announcements for next week's show. We're going to tease it all week, though, I think. I think that'll be the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah you know, I think so. I think it'll be the best way to do it. But the uh, the the hint I'm going to give to people is the Iceman cometh. Ooh. And that's all I'm going to give. <laughs> the rest of the week, <laughs> Mr. Tony. it's... What?
2: Mr. Tony, give me
1: more, please. No, that's it. The, that's all you're going to get.
2: What, what am I supposed to do with that?
1: You, you, you think about it all week. You got a week to comment. think about it.
0: Just, I'm going to think about that one, Mr. Tony. Okay,
1: okay. And then actually, you know what we got? You can even post a video if you think you know what that means. How about okay. that? Sounds good? Yeah. All that's right, now. <laughs> all right, and now to heat things up, next week's show, another announcement. We have a very special guest joining us from the U.K., she is a director and producer of the upcoming biopic drama, Adrian, uh, the story of the exotic one, Adrian Street. Ooh. Her name is Joanne Randalls, and uh, she will be joining us next week. That is it for the show today. Ooh. Very good. Oh, it was, it was an awesome yes. show today. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap things up with I am your host. Tony Diaz, along with
0: Mimi Goody. And
1: along
2: the third wheel, Rick Sorrell Buffer.
1: And our intern, where is he?
2: Miguel
1: <laughs> Love, peace, and air greens. We'll see you next
3: week.